Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Polly Sayer, and Winnie Malcolm. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are your weekends? It's snowy again. <laughs> Winnie, you are doing some cocktail making this weekend. Yeah, cocktail. So we're doing sex on the beach. We're doing margaritas, mojitos, oh, yes. everything. And a lychee one, which was really gorgeous. Mm. So it's kind of nice to be with my housemates and kind of coming together at this time to do something different so really yeah. enjoyed it yeah how many people do you live with I live with four other people so That's it's so not nice. too bad we've got a nice garden and we have a pizza oven in the garden oh my god, so oh my god how fun it's really fun and I just can't wait for it to be a little bit more a little bit lighter and then I'm going to buy one of those outdoor pits so we can just sit around outside nice. You know, so that's kind of the main selling point. I was like, yeah, it's it. Yeah, nice. Dreamy. Oh, I think it's so lovely to have flatmates who are your friends at this time. The rest of us are deprived of our mates. So, (laughs) so nice. What did you get up to this weekend? I did a bit of cooking. I got my Otto Lenghi out. Mm. And I have to say, I feel like his food, it definitely has the best flavours of anything, but I'm not sure it's really worth the effort. Oh my God, I totally agree. It's like, not to interrupt, but like I've made his stuff before, even from the like simple cookbook. It's a lot of effort, not going to lie. Yeah, like I made meatballs and it kind of required you to make your own tomato sauce like <laughs> I, I think once you've made these things once then you kind of know what the hacks are but I don't think the result was worth the hours and the effort if I'm mm. honest I, I, hate I, I feel a bit like that about Jamie Oliver recipes like the way they're written yeah the way the way they do the steps I just it just confuzzles me it's like in step one there are like 10 steps and I just I don't like the way they're laid out there's a lot of content in any one step it's like whoa this is 10 steps yeah <laughs> what did you make Charlotte so I made two dishes from simple one which I've made a few times before is the it's like a mustardy cauliflower cheese which is I have to say the flavors are amazing it's like a curry powder mustard seed collie cheese um but I it requires single cream which I a didn't have and b felt a bit indulgent for a Sunday night so I made it with Greek yogurt instead but it didn't really work it was it, it, it was just a bit like bitty it still tasted amazing but it's not mm. this, you cannot replace single cream with yogurt it turns out and I made the ricotta meatballs from that book as well so it was all oh like tasted God, really delicious, delicious. Yeah. just like quite hard work you know Jamie's a bit easier I think I totally yeah. agree yeah did you know I made last last night for the first time in like yonks what? I made a shepherd's pie oh yum I love a shepherd's so pie so the weather for that isn't it that's exactly mm. I had some mints in the freezer and I was like what do I make that's not a spag bowl and I was like yeah. oh my god the other mints hero is a spag <laughs> lest we forget <laughs> what recipe did you use well I kind of made it up which perhaps was a mistake I feel I should have called my mum and asked for her recipe mm. but I it featured a lot of Worcestershire sauce and beef stock and that I kept it quite simple what um, is the difference between cottage and shepherd's pie shepherd's oh, pie yeah. is actually lamb and cottage pie I think is mints but I did beef. mine with beef. So I call it shepherd's pie, but actually it was cottage pie. Polly, what did you get up to this weekend? Um, we did a lot of walking, the same as like every other weekend. Um, we also got pastor evangelists again. I feel like I should be on commission for those guys because <laughs> we get them all the time, but it's just so delicious. We got a nice sort of spicy induya sausage one, like mm. a t- um, ravioli style. And then we got the carbonara of dreams, which was pretty paying. It's just like very simple, but very delicious. So mm, yeah. what more could you ask for? So nice. What's everybody been watching, listening to? Anything new to recommend? Polly? Um, I have been watch- watching a lot of Married at First Sight Australia and Schitt's Creek, to be honest Great. with you. Um, <laughs> two fantastic things. But we did watch a film um, on Netflix at the weekend called White Tiger, which I think is possibly a new release, but just came up recommended. And it's really good, actually. It's kind of got... 
a bit of a slumdog millionaire vibe about it. And I'm not just saying that because it's set in India, but it's got like a narrator over the top who's the main guy. And it's about a, a guy called Balram who is a servant. And he kind of uses his wit and cunning to, I guess, eventually become an entrepreneur. But he has to work for quite a, like a not very nice rich family. But yeah, it's kind of all about that. I, I really enjoyed it, actually. It's worth a watch. If you liked sort of Slumdog and that kind of thing, then yeah, I think you'd probably enjoy it. Um, it was such a good film. Oh, such a so good film. Good. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that since it came out. Quite oh, I'll watch it again. It's quite, yeah. it's, I think bits of it are actually quite harrowing. I always forget that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's true. But it's, it's really, it's such an, it's such an uplifting story. I love that like final scene when they're all dancing. It's so good. Oh, I don't remember yeah. it that And the well. soundtrack. I just remember Jai, Hope, yeah, yeah. That's so great, wasn't what it? What a song. Yeah. Pa- so and Paper song. Planes, was it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Tour, anything you to recommend? Yes, I've been watching The Bay. Is anyone else watching The Bay? No. Oh my God, it's... Okay, I, I tell you why I love The Bay. It's on ITV. It's like a crime thriller thing. Because I, for me, ITV crime or ITV dramas, they're the perfect plot level of like not being overly complicated and I can kind of actually follow them. <laughs> so highly recommend. I think they just started series two and all my friends were like, oh my God, it's so good. So I went back and watched series one and it was one of those ones where it was like, even the first episode had like one day left. So we just like binged it in like three days. Um, nice. So good. I really, really recommend. Really What's recommend. What's it about? A classic like crime. This woman, um, she's a police officer. These two twins, they're like 15, 16, go missing. And she becomes their personal liaison officer. But she realises quite quickly in the first episode that she has a personal connection to the case. Okay. Very good. Mm, Very nice. Sounds good. Highly, highly recommend. And there's a series out too. We finally finished Line of Duty last week. So I need something to oh. fill that hole. I like love that. Line of Duty. Oh my yeah, so me too. good. I can't, I'm so surprised how many people have. We felt like everybody had watched it, and so many people have said since I started watching it. Oh, should I try it? Should I do it? And it really? Oh, it's so good. It's brilliant. Literally loved it. Yeah, like one of when the best the, British um, things I've seen. When's the new series out? They haven't said yet, but it's soon. They released mm. the trailer, so it is soon. Um, we, um, it's really hard to talk it. about without giving spoilers, but it's just no. so good. We got excited at the weekend because it was on like Saturday night at 9pm, like prime time. And it said Line of Duty. And Matt was like, it must be a new series. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not. Like they would have, we would have heard about it, but mm. got very excited. Yeah, were, I flicked on the TV and yeah, it was uh, Keely Hawes as Lindsay Denton. So that's, mm. I mean, really old season two, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not sadly not yet. I actually have found there's loads of things that I want. Everything I wanted to watch this weekend hasn't been released in the UK yet. There is a new Carrie Mulligan film called Promising Young Woman, which um, was supposed to be, like, technically was supposed to be released in cinemas on the 12th of Feb, but hasn't, so therefore is likely to go to streaming services. But it's been out in the US for like a month. So I'm not really sure if things are being released on Amazon, why we can't have them yet. That's really mm. frustrating. But anyway, that looks amazing. Winnie, did you watch anything good this weekend? Or have you got anything else to recommend? Uh, yeah, I started watching Firefly Lane and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's basically like a movie spread over 10 episodes. So it's really, if you're into something that's not going to trap you in then i pretty much recommend it it's kind of like about um two best friends who've been best friends for about 30 years and one of them is a famous journalist who hosts a show um like a women's kind of tv program and the other woman is a stay-at-home mum who's going through a divorce and something happens i don't want to give it away at the beginning which you find out the reason why i think her name is tilly the reason why tilly is so driven and how their connection is so close. Um, it's quite a traumatic thing that happens to her. And I don't know, it's just, it's quite feel good. It has Elliot from um, Scrubs as the main character. Mm. And also it Catherine has Heigl. Catherine mm-hmm. Heigl, yeah. So it's kind of star studies to a degree. And 
it kind of flashes between the 1970s and the present day. So you've got these really cool outfits. It's quite light. It's a little bit cheesy. But the themes running throughout it are quite intense because it was based off a book by Kristin Hanna. So it's kind of cool. Quite like it. I started it as well. I watched. I only watched one episode, but me um, too. It kind of reminded me. Not that the subject matter was anything like this, but kind of in style and aesthetics, it kind of reminded me of Dead to Me. Okay, I yeah. loved it. No, with Christine Applegate, it was that. It, do you agree? It kind of feels yeah. a bit like that. Yeah, it's kind of it's light, but then at the same time, the themes are so heavy. Mm. It kind of needs that kind of yeah that up and down throughout. Um, yeah. I quite like it so far. Anyone reading anything good? I read um, Matt Haig's The Midnight Library. And then, oh oh my God, it was one of the best books I've read in such a long time. I've never read any any of his books before. And I don't know if I'm really late to the party. Oh, Um, it's wonderful. I want to read it again. It just felt really relevant. And I just felt like I really connected with it. It's just such a nice story. What is the story? So a girl, I mean, because Matt Haig has suffered a lot with his mental health. I think Mm. that theme carries on quite a lot in his work. But this girl, she's probably about 30. She's suffered with quite bad depression anyway it, this is not a spoiler but she overdoses and she gets into this point where she's obviously between life and death and the whole book is about she enters this midnight library and every book on the shelf is like one of her other lives and like what if what if what if, what if? so she wow. kind of experiences all these different lives and the kind of moral of the story is is her life actually any better in those stories and then yeah, yeah. it's quite interesting yeah. you say that because yeah, I'm, I'm reading Matt Haig's How to Stop Time as well me too and me ha- too it's, it's lovely isn't it it's such it's got such a fantastical feeling about it but it's about he has a condition he so, doesn't age and he decides to become a history teacher after living such a long long life and there's something really like beautiful about it because it's he's trying to find out the meaning of life and the one rule is it's that he can't fall in love but you know as you read on you get to see how he navigates that and kind of getting the real meaning of what it means to be I don't know living in the present and yeah it's quite beautiful I really recommend his books to me they're the, they're the perfect level of like serious but not too heavy yeah yeah um that's yeah mm. so good Oh, I want to read read Midnight Library. That sounds fantastic. I wonder if he's yeah. read it on Audible. Actually, Maybe um, it's Carrie Mulligan who who reads it. Actually, I'm oh, speaking so. <laughs> <laughs> she has been busy you're right yeah. Yeah, so can I change the subject slightly my favourite news story of last week <laughs> is Jackie Weaver and the Hanforth <laughs> Parish Council meeting I mean this woman I've got to assume that everybody who's listening knows what we're talking about right but if you don't this is a local government council meeting back actually I think it was December last year um, which has now gone viral the recording of the Zoom has gone viral because it, it kind of kicked off didn't it there was quite a lot of beef and this lady Jackie Weaver well was responsible for kicking out another member of the council on Zoom she's become this like insane overnight celebrity I feel like on Friday I couldn't flick on a channel without hearing about her do you guys see her interviewed anywhere? on the women's hour she was on women's hour so I watched her on the last leg which is slightly different to women's hour so and obviously they were kind of taking the piss but actually she was super quick and and kind of she was in on the joke I guess but Mm -hmm. what was the women's hour angle she fully acknowledged that it was bullying and trying to express the fact that she is a female and she had to keep her cool and I was reading the article as well and basically they were saying how sometimes men can react a bit when a woman's trying to express herself, 
um, sometimes men can kind of jump down someone's throat, especially if they're in a, a position of authority. So she was basically saying how it was unkind, but she didn't want to react. And although she had authority in that situation, she had was there to do a job and she didn't try and abuse her position of power. And I thought it was quite a nice angle because it's obviously so easy to laugh about the situation because it's kind of, it's very funny. But if you were in that position and you had two men, she said she felt safe because she was on Zoom. But imagine if you were in a room with two men screaming at you, mm. which you see often. It's kind of, it's a really horrible thing. So mm. there's kind of two sides to it. It is kind of funny, but at the same time, it highlights kind of the things that women can experience when mm. they're in a quite a male-dominated group. Mm. So, yeah. Go Jackie Weaver. We've all been there, haven't we? When you kind of, mm. you, you know you're going to lose your temper. So it, I suppose it's the equivalent of walking out the room, isn't it? Rather yeah. than just, I suppose she kind of could have left the meeting rather than kicking out the other person. Maybe that would have been the more mature approach. But, um, you know, we, we all know what it's like when people just rile you up so much and you just, mm. you know, that's better than snapping, isn't it? Yeah. Although I guess yeah. she kind of did snap. Yeah. Oh, I just thought it was so good. All the yeah. memes that kind of came out of it was so oh funny. Oh my God, the memes have been so, so good. So funny. I saw one yeah. um, earlier today that was like, you know, those those grids sometimes that people do, which are like, you know, like the lawful good, the true good, and like the lawful evil and pure evil. And like had all the members of, of the Zoom like put in those brackets. So, so funny. So good. I think they've got I like saw, t-shirts um, as well. Oh my God. Oh all you made memorabilia on it. So yeah. I saw that someone did, I can't remember where it was, like, it was one of those quizzes you do. It was like, which member of the Hanford Parish Council are you? (laughs) I do keep thinking about this, like, sensation of overnight celebrity as well in the context of Amanda Gorman, you know, the poet who spoke at um, Biden's inauguration. And she also did a reading at the Super Bowl, which was last night at the time of recording. And I think she had a decent Instagram following before she had like, I think, I think 80,000, something like that before she spoke at the inauguration. But she's now got over 3 million. And just like, crazy, where do you it? go with that platform? What, I don't even, what do you do? It's just it so much like, responsibility. Yeah, so overwhelming, I imagine. Because I guess if it's a gradual thing, you, you learn to deal with the like amount of attention you're getting. But if you suddenly get that much, yeah. I don't know how you cope with it. I mean, surely that was kind of obvious. She should have, I think she must have known that, right? 100%. Yeah, and I, I feel like so. if anyone's prepped to deal with it, it's her because she is like the coolest customer ever. Mm. But still, even if you know that that will happen, right? Yeah, you're right. Or she would have known that her Insta would have blown up. But like, still, where do you go? How do you navigate that mm. going forward? Have you guys watched her interview with James Corden. No, I haven't. No. It's really worth a watch. It's just from the day or two after the inauguration, but she's so bloody inspiring. It's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. She was on the cover of Time this month as well, um, interviewed by Michelle Obama. Like, so impressive. Her. Speaking of impressive women, the thing that got Polly and I talking last week, the week before, was FKA Twigs podcast with Louis Theroux. Since the first lockdown, he's been running this podcast in association with BBC4 called Grounded with Louis Theroux, where he interviews celebrities. But it's been quite an interesting mix, hasn't it, over the past few months? Um, And FKA Twigs was the most recent, for those who don't know, she's a musician. And I can't say I was all that interested in her without knowing much about her. And I said to Polly, oh, I've given up on the podcast. She was so annoying. And Polly said, keep listening, because she talks about her abusive relationship which is now really public with Shia LaBeouf the actor they were in a relationship for I think a year or so two years yeah and Louis Theroux recorded a podcast with her before 
any allegations came out against him. And then they picked up that conversation a few months later and she told him about kind of what had been going on and and kind of her side of the story. And they're going through a really public court case now about all these allegations and and everything she's she's accused him of. But it's the most unbelievably eloquent expression of what it's like to be in an abusive relationship, isn't it, Polly? Yeah, I think we both talked about how at first she comes across, she's quite like a classic artist, isn't she? Quite airy-fairy and a little bit weird at times. But then she goes on to talk about this relationship and... I think, you know, it's one of those things where maybe some people think abusive relationships are always like a physical thing or always about people saying horrible, nasty things to you. But it's quite, I think, more often than not, a bit more insidious than that. And the way she sort of speaks about it and how it kind of crept up on her is quite frightening, really. And, you know, Louis poses the question to her at one point, which is like, well, you know, I think he does it as a more like a playing devil's advocate but like why didn't you leave which is a question I think a lot of people who are in abusive relationships get and she just answers that so well and that you know she felt so trapped and she felt that she couldn't and she she would be hurt or she would something bad would happen to her if she she did leave so yeah it's like really terrifying but also I felt really emotional and quite I don't know it was was quite empowering in a way like you know not that I've ever been in a situation like that but I felt like wow okay if I ever was that made me feel like I knew where to go or I could do something about it so I think good on her for speaking Mm. up about it I think it's pretty incredible she explains during the podcast how she obviously how she got out of the relationship and said something happened something happened at a petrol station like a really bad incident happened between the two of them and they were on holiday I think they were in Joshua Tree or somewhere like that and she said she got back to the hotel room and just googled you know helpline for for abused women and called them and she was she said the person on the other end of that phone I think we hear this so much don't we she called not really knowing if she was qualified Mm. in inverted commas to to make that call and she said the lady on the other end of the phone took what she was saying so seriously that that's when she realized how bad her situation was and that's kind of what you know excited her to do something about it but I thought that was so inspirational like somebody so famous and you know obviously with resources to say yeah I got out of this because I just called a helpline is Mm. pretty amazing and And yeah as you say pretty terrifying she used the reference that you know, she called as as an anonymous person and she felt like, you know, so amazed that someone said to her, like, yes, your feelings are valid, not because you're famous, but because you're a woman in an abusive situation and, and you can you get yourself out of that, which, yeah, it was pretty amazing. And some of the, obviously we are only hearing one side, but some of the stuff that she mentioned that he, he would do, like making her you know, kiss him and tell him that she loved him a certain number of times a day. And if she didn't meet that, then he would get really angry and berate her. And yeah, um, yeah, pretty scary stuff. It's incredibly eye opening Mm. and important as women, I think, to hear those stories. So yeah, good on her for talking about it. Let's chat a bit of fashion. We wrote a feature on all the different flats um you could be wearing at home Anna Bromley also did a lovely slippers edit for us um back in January and it did get me thinking about at home footwear I can't remember if I said this on the podcast already but Ben found last year working from home all day every day quite challenging and made a few adjustments in January to try and make it feel more bearable and one of the things that's made a real difference for him is putting on shoes every day so he now puts on his trainers at the beginning of his working day, sits and works in them. And then when he's done, when he shuts his laptop, he takes off his shoes and it's made a massive difference to him mentally. I know. Really? Um, I can't say I'm the same, but yeah. What are you doing in terms of footwear at home? Winnie? I do like to wear my little sandals, you know, with a thong, kind of like a flip-flops. Yeah. With a teeny tiny heel, 
because my you are so sophisticated (laughs) that is so winning yeah (laughs) of course you wear heels around the house (laughs) yeah I just it makes me feel really like confident especially when I I work at home standing up at times so I kind of it makes me feel quite confident and because our flooring is all really nice tiles I do like to kind of click clack around everyone knows that I'm around yeah um, literally you're the devil wears Prada yeah. when you're flat I love but it when I'm not in my little heels I will wear my Ugg slides so they're like the fluffy yes slides because mm. my mum always is like keep your slippers on I find it really hard to keep them on but this has a really thick band so they will not come off nice yeah. I know which ones you mean like the big fat ones with they're the big, big elastic very band ni- on the back 90s chunky <laughs> kind of yeah yes love that fun are they comfy really really comfy Gorge. I I'd recommend. Love your answer is that you wear your heels, though. Yeah, I do. That's so I, I, iconic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. people think that. Yeah, I always do kind of. I came downstairs and wearing like a princess dress this morning. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know you, I was you look really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are like bundled up in our winter. This makes me it's trying amazing. to like lift the mood, you know? So definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. When do you work standing up? How how many hours in the day? I probably try and aim for about three hours. Just because, I mean, I found myself, there was nothing wrong. I wasn't any more tired. I just find that my circulation, it helps my circulation. It helps me to keep focus. When I've got my music on, I'll be like tapping my knee and just mm. typing away. And then when I'm tired, I really appreciate that sit down. Mm. So I'd recommend it. I do like to put my laptop in front of my window still. So I'm looking out. Side. it's mm. quite nice yeah so it's going to be really good for you doing that yeah, I think they, nice. they recommend like not just sitting on your bum all day and mm. um yeah I don't know what yeah. it does exactly but yeah, yeah. Tall, surely surely even if you're like getting up and doing exercise in the morning it still isn't great to be sat for like what is you know I'm sat the whole time because you literally at least when you're commuting you're like walking mm. and standing and but I literally am I hadn't even realized until you just said this <laughs> I've just been sat down for six weeks Mm. when I stand up for like three hours it just kills my back but when you feel like they say if it works you do it but actually yeah. what's more important is the regular movement so Absolutely. getting up every I don't know 45 minutes hour and like walking around for five minutes that is just as good yeah. as like standing up for example really? it's like yeah it's just the regular yeah just regular movement yeah. I don't know if you saw on my yeah. story Charlotte I posted a little video of like a walking pad one of my friends recommended it's kind of like a treadmill but it's only for walking and it's just the right size to walk and I was thinking maybe it could be a part you can kind of slowly walk. So clever. Oh, that is clever. And has it, got a, has it got a stand that you can put your laptop on? Yeah, you put like a desk over it and you can just walk oh, with it. And it's strictly for walking. It's like something like 200 quid. It's very light. You can fold it up and put it away. Genius. Ooh. One of my friends is currently quarantined. She lives in Hong Kong and to fly, but she came home for Christmas and to fly back to Hong Kong, they needed a 21 day quarantine in a hotel. Wow. So, and they're both massive fitness freaks. So they bought really similar to that one. It is for running, but it's like a foldable. I mean, it's so simple. It's literally like a conveyor belt thin. on one. Yeah, super thin and long. And it's just got this kind of pole that pops up that you can hold on to. Yep. And it's, but they've just used it every day in their, in their hotel room. It's genius. Wow. Yeah. And I know you can get like things to have under your desk for your feet, like, miniature kind of bike things almost kind That's of just keep your leg moving yeah, yeah cl- like one of those step machines exactly or like one of those bike machines but, but not yeah. a bike up like at a bike where you kind of sit back you know those ones yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like yeah. pedaling oh cool. mm. I need that that's genius mm. but going back I feel like my back hurts less standing up actually if I'm in heels so Winnie maybe that's the trick mm. yeah mm. little bit of elevation mm. Polly what are you wearing around the house Footwear mine's wise. not very original I'm afraid I just wear my Ugg mini boots pretty much the whole time at the moment I don't know I think maybe it's because they are like actually a shoe it mm. feels a bit like a tiny bit like I've made an effort but like very little it's, it's just so comfortable and so warm and my house is like quite an old Victorian house that loses heat quite quickly so for me it's all about 
dressing as as warmly as I can. I'd love to be able to wear like a nice pretty dress, but I know I would just freeze, <laughs> sadly. So yeah, my little Ugg boots are really my saviour of my lockdown 3.0, I think. I feel a bit formal, not formal, but like restricted in Uggs. Like I, they you? feel like proper boots to me. Yeah, like in terms of, not aesthetically, but in terms of how they feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't like curl up on the sofa in them because the soles are quite hard. But just sat here now, mm. I love the way they like completely encapsulate my foot. Don't go out in the snow in them. No, no they are I not snowproof. Won't. I actually yeah. haven't worn them outside, but like at all, really. I thought I did get them to think, oh, maybe I can rock that look, but um, I haven't really bothered, and I've just kept them as nice indoor shoes, which yeah. is is great. You know, it has to take the bins dry. out in them and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they get soaked in like seconds. So I know, otherwise, yeah, not great. Um, Tor, what about you? I also wear some UGG slippers, actually, but not like boots, like just. Um, flat slidey slippers which is mm. so comfy um and also for christmas i said to my mom can i have some socks that aren't like not cashmere socks because i find the bottom just wears out so quickly and not like i just want cozy socks that aren't cashmere basically mm-hmm. um and she got me the most amazing socks from a brand called nordic socks mm. and they are so good they're like really kind of retro that kind of scandinavian ski kind of vibe and they came in like a set of like five or six loads of different colors and they are mm. so nice really really recommend and they wash really well they're the perfect level of thickness without being too hot and they're so nice cashmere socks are lovely but you can't then slip on a pair of shoes and yeah take the bins out or pop to shops or whatever so i just find the bottoms just where they i might get holes in so quickly me too charlotte quite um, a bitch to wash you really rate the mother denim socks don't you i love them they're so good aren't they so thick they're a bit like an adidas sports sock like a really thick heavy duty sock but but they're not so thick you can't put boots over them they're just like really insulated and yeah they've all got really cheeky fun slow like i think mm. one says they're like fuck off but <laughs> yeah they are they are really warm and they do them in loads of bright colors and yeah i literally love them probably they're so nice yeah, i also really so like the folk socks they're a bit expensive i mean like 10 pounds a pair not like stupid that's okay expensive. yeah that's but right. they're a thinner but insulated sock as well. And they're really nice. Like mm. you've already smart in them. Very mm, elevated. Yeah, really um, nice. But I also got slippers for Christmas, but they're a shilling pair from Jigsaw. Um, oh, and they're actually exactly ones. the kind nice. of shoe. Yeah, they're so nice, aren't they're they? They're exactly the kind of slipper I would probably wear as a shoe, but actually they are a proper slipper. But I basically was living in hotel, like free hotel slippers. We just have a stash of them around the house. <laughs> but actually they don't have a hard sole, which does mean that if you like need to pop outside or answer the door or anything actually they mm. get wet and cold wet. and horrible and having a proper sole mm. is really helpful it does feel like a bit of an in-between issue and a yeah really comfy that's a definite like you shoe that i can imagine you wearing so it's a nice, yeah. nice you'll definitely between. see me wear them to the office the other thing i wanted to talk about just really quickly is this gorgeous brand polly that we came yes. across called o pioneers how lovely is it so so nice so they are a small kind of London-based brand. I think they're based in Camden, actually, and it's a, a team of two women. I think the story's like they just lived in like nice, big, roomy dresses. They're quite similar in style to like Batchever, Vampire's Wife, that kind of thing, like high necklines, ruffles, like kind of slightly exaggerated shoulders. And I think they started making them for themselves and then people asked them about it. And then they started making them for other people as well. And it's all kind of quite sustainable, like made to order and using dead stock fabric and stuff. So just really, really pretty and good for the planet. So what's not so to love? Nice. Polly, I got a really lovely email actually. I must forward it on to Aww. you on over the weekend from the founders who were just so thrilled. Um, Aww, and I don't know about nice. you, I'm just feeling, you know, obviously we love the high street and it'll always have its place, but it feels really good at this moment in time to be supporting some smaller more independent brands as well doesn't it 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there's just, I certainly feel like I'd, I like making purchases that may be a little bit more considered. And that doesn't mean, you know, completely abandoning the high street, but just thinking about, you know, what I really want to buy. And there's something really special about purchasing something that's maybe a little bit more expensive than um, you might normally go for. But, you know, someone has made it by hand and it's been made in London and it's just a bit more unique, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, someone else is not necessarily going to have the same thing. So, yeah, lovely. Agreed. It's really lovely. Check them out. Oh, Pioneers is the name of the brand. So sweet. Let's chat about Valentine's Day. It's imminent. And (laughs) I want to know how you celebrate what do you do tour you've been with your fiance for some time now so what do you do do you mark the occasion at all you know what I'm sorry I sound like such a cliche but I just don't need that one day to tell my other half that I love them um oh, sure. a card for me a thoughtful card absolutely that will suffice as it falls on a weekend we'll have a nice meal but that's about it for us I'm afraid a lot yeah. of pressure as well isn't there yeah I like get pissed off if there isn't a big display of affection but then at the same time I also think it's a load of shit so it's like <laughs> but at the same time if I get an amazing bouquet of flowers I'll be like well that's yeah, just amazing yeah damn right exactly <laughs> but I Polly what about you Matt yeah I mean I do have to agree with you Tor. I think it, it shouldn't be about you know feeling like you have to to do it but absolutely if it's your thing and you enjoy celebrating things like that then I think you should totally embrace it and I think as a couple we like to do things like that it's never felt like it real push that oh we've got to get a McCann or we've got to do this so I think any excuse to kind of do something fun and have a nice meal and get each other a card and be a bit um mushy and <laughs> then we'll we'll do it so this year we've ordered like a bow bun kit from restaurant kits uk and it's from bone daddies i think so it comes mm. with like your buns that you i think then have to steam at home and then like some crispy pork belly and stuff oh, um, yeah, and i think it's like 40 quid for two people and that includes delivery which obviously is like you know not super cheap but i think you know you pay a lot well, it's more less than you pay in a restaurant yeah well yeah. exactly yeah so i think i'm looking forward to that and nice. we'll probably make some nice cocktails and eat some nice food basically lovely yeah. that's yeah. very nice we need you have a boyfriend i do not i'm dating at the moment so it's really difficult especially with lots down so i'm dating this one guy it's kind of going really well just the one guy just the one (laughs) he's he's like made the cut so but it's kind of that pressure now that valentine's is approaching obviously we like each other a lot but it's like that expectation it's locked down maybe a zoom date but again i've always been very much so like on valentine's day for as long as i I can remember my have two sisters so i always get flowers for my sisters and my dad so it's kind of more like friendly love like everyone's gonna have a card it's fine Aww, yeah, yeah that's lovely I remember what it's like being when you're like half dating on it's like half it's dating so it's stressful like, well, yeah if you're not dating me then are you dating someone else or should oh. I like oh. and he's like yeah and like you don't know whether you should initiate so you don't want to bring it up but like will yeah. he but then when yeah. he initiates it I'm like but what does that mean yeah <laughs> uh, can't wait I can't they wait can't for win. all of that to be done so. yeah. 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 yeah that's so true yes. oh good well yeah. you must let us know keep us posted about I'll what yes indeed i will yeah we have obviously run a valentine's gift guide on site any picks anyone anything that's caught your eye there's a card again i think it's it's a red valentino one that's got like little bows bows. it's Mm. so cute isn't it like so nice yeah i definitely have my eye on that Uh, yes i agree it's gorgeous winnie anything caught your eye the coco de mer bodysuit the burgundy one Mm. yeah i mean it's it's really gorgeous like just in any case like love it yeah but that's because you're in a new relationship (laughs) (laughs) nice lingerie what's that lingerie now cardigan (laughs) later yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) exactly yeah polly symptomatic of a long-term relationship yeah six years for you (laughs) 
<laughs> so what about you? Oh, there are some amazing bits in the beauty section. If someone gave me that bath tray from Anthropology, I would cry with happiness. Mm. That is stunning. Oh, what I love that so much. Do you think for a bath tray, do you have to have a standalone, like a freestanding bath? It won't no. fit on a really. Will it fit on a fitted bath? Definitely. Yeah, I've got one of those. Mm. Like that, oh. I think. Yeah. I just feel like I feel like my it's not deep enough on the other side to balance. I yeah. know what you mean. I know what you mean, but. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, and also that those ladder candles are amazing. I really love really that. So yeah. nice. Yeah. So, so nice. What about you, Charlotte? Oh, well, just damn good flowers is all it mm. takes for me. Just, we've got yeah. some amazing ones in there. Bloom Studio are incredible. There's Gloria, there's Scarlet and Violet. I mean, literally every corner of London is serviced, aren't they? And beyond, you know. You don't have to live within the M25 to get good flowers. So yeah, we've got some some gorgeous uh, brands in there, haven't we? So yeah, that's that's all I ever really want. To be honest. Also, talking about people who aren't in London, the other day I had to send some flowers to my soon-to-be mother-in-law because um, she wasn't very well. And I found a website called Flume. Has anyone else used Flume? No. Yes, no. Gorgeous. amazing. Yeah, so all you do is you just put the postcode in where you want to send them and it connects you with all like lovely local, like not just your Interflora's. Interflora is the worst, like literally the pit. So that was needed, like a good yeah, version of Interflora. So, honestly, it's so good and then um i sent her these flowers like 10 days ago and she texted me on the weekend saying tall that the roses are still going and they and they oh. came all like beautifully wrapped up in like paper and this is like out in like kent somewhere so yeah oh that's so, so good to yeah. know we're running a feature i think it's running on site today so it'll be live obviously by the time this podcast yeah. is live about the best flower delivery places so as well as the gift guide where you can shop bouquets directly uh, we now have all the best delivery options available for you now and we are for obvious reasons running that on sl man tomorrow as well Let's finish with a bit of beauty chat. We interviewed influencer Jessica Skye on her beauty little black book. So this is everything from where she gets her hair cut and coloured to her favourite skin treatments to all the products that she swears by. Uh, So I wanted to hit you with some of the questions. I could be nasty and hit you with some of the questions or you could just tell me which of these you feel really strongly about. Winnie, I know you were you were playing with a Walida skin food over there a second ago. Yeah, so my one is the Walida skin food, the thing that I buy again and again. Obviously, this has been around for ages, but it's, again, 2020, it's just won the Beauty Awards. It's really kind of balmy. It's packed with amazing ingredients like rosemary and beeswax and it's just really great nourishing skin cream and if you have kind of more of a oily skin they have a light version as well so i'm really loving this this has been my godsend at the moment i'm wearing it today too winnie i love lovely. it lovely especially if love you're it. using a lot of serums and things you need to like replenish your skin yeah. and it's very difficult too but this one is perfect love it i also feel like it gives you a really lovely glow undo your makeup especially which I love. yeah yeah mm. lovely i find it quite rich for my face but i love putting it on my hands actually yeah, yeah. me too i'm the same if, mm. if i've ever got really cracked knuckles i rub it straight in it's amazing yeah it's yeah. So, yeah. so nice yeah a lot of people do find it too cakey but i quite mm. like that your skin can peel a pill a bit though can't it a, a little bit. bit yeah yeah Tor, DIY facials. I feel like you're the girl to go to on this. What do you do? So I think perhaps product aside, I'm quite a beauty tool junkie. And like, I remember on my hen do, like, it's so rare that, you know, you're together with your girlfriends for like that long on the weekend and we were getting ready. And I was like, oh my God, Tor, what are all these like things you're putting on your face? So like, one, the Sarah Chapman facial lift, which I know Adiola featured the other day. It's like a really weird contraption that you roll up and down your jaw. So I start, no, I start with my knuckles. Sorry, is that one of the four prongs? Yeah. It's got like yeah. prongs all over and it's supposed mm. to like mimic your fingers going up and down your jaw. I start with my knuckles. So that's a really good one. It's just like put your hands into like very loose fists and work your knuckles into 
onto your face. Okay. Then I use the facial lift roller and then I use a gua sha and then I use my cryopress roller that I keep in the freezer. Sure. Several things. I'm, first of all, I'm desperate for a gua sha. I feel like it's essential at this point. Is that the thing that's um, ingest guys thing? Like the green and pink. Um, exactly. It's just a, it's yes. a slab of, um, yes. of crystal basically. A gua sha translates as scraping. So you're not like doing it heavily but your lymph nodes sit just under your skin. So like just even so lightly and then you just drain it to like kind of aim with a downwards action down your neck and it just drains all the puffiness from your face. Yeah, it's, it's lymphatic drainage honestly. for your face, isn't it? Exactly, it's yeah. so good. So Unreal. Good. Mm-hmm. The okay. other thing that I really want is... I keep seeing them on Sarah Jossel's Instagram is those balls, those plastic balls cryo that you put balls, in the freezer. Yeah. What are they called? Yeah, Winnie? cryo They're balls. Cryo balls. Cryo yeah. balls. Is that what you were saying you keep in your freezer? Mine's more like a, a gua sha that you can freeze. So okay. mine's more like a one roller, but those are more like you can press them in and kind of like oh move them God, easier. They look incredible. They're like, yeah, so I don't good. even know how to describe them. They look like kind of stress balls, but yeah, they're hard and you can just massage them into your face. They look incredible, but they're available on Amazon and basically nowhere else. And the delivery date is currently the 29th of March. So... I don't oh. even know where I'm going to be living on the 29th of March, so I won't be ordering them. But that's a real I mean, shame. And, and, I, and Ice Cube does the same job. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. The only yeah, thing is, you've got to the hold the ice cube. There's, no, there's no dripping on them. They, they have like an mm. anti freeze liquid, so it doesn't drip. But and you also, your hands get effect. cold with, with an ice cube. Mm. Any kind of like cryo or frozen therapy is just so good for puffiness, I think. Okay, dream. Leave mm. that. Tor, my mum was talking to me about a lady called Katie Brindle the other day, who is, I mean, like a tools expert, right? But yeah. she's like seriously in the know. And she's got this bamboo stick. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yes, tapping. She she owns a brand called the Heo Yu Method, which is all about like Chinese medicine and kind of more Mm. traditional therapy. So she's massively into gua sha and she's got some amazing IGTV videos if you want to like know how to do it yourself. But she also does bamboo tapping, which apparently is amazing. Um, It's just a big stick you kind of like whack yourself with. Yeah. Um, Fascinating though. (laughs) She's got Trini into it. I think we should get her on the show tour to come do a VT and talk through some tools. Yeah. Any other quick products to recommend? Polly, anything beauty that you're loving right now? Yes. Actually, what? I have been on a bit of a hair journey recently and trying to make my hair look as good as possible minus extensions and minus mm. getting my roots done basically and I, I think the last time I had my hair coloured was in July uh, so it's been a while but <laughs> I tried this hair mask yesterday for the first time it's a Wella colour fresh mask and it's pearl blonde shade and I, th- I guess it's like a really good like purple shampoo treatment and yesterday I put it on my hair you leave it on for 10 minutes and I really feel like it's just done this amazing job of like blending my natural color to the highlighted bits and I don't think my roots look nearly as offensive as they did before using this so I'm I'm quite impressed and it smells amazing as well so if you're looking for a kind of in-between salon appointments treatment for your hair that doesn't oh, do I, any I damage try that. mm, that's so interesting. I, I love it I think of Weller as like a I haven't heard the name Weller for a very long time no no exactly it's not you know necessarily one of those it brands at the moment mm. but um it was sent to me and I thought I'll give it a go and bloody love it mm, it's yeah, really great so. yeah I really know. recommend also I'd definitely recommend trying out the ordinary concealer that's just released okay. so basically it's like four pounds 95 there's 36 shades it's kind of a full coverage and you can share it out and I've really been loving it at the moment I use it as basically a concealer foundation and you can also contour with it because the shade range is so so big and yeah, everyone's loving it. I think Rebecca featured it in one of her beauty roundups as well. So it's a really great new release. The colour payoff and the texture is really lovely. It's kind of like a skin like. And does it last? Yeah. yeah, it lasts. If you, I mean, it depends. If your skin's oily, you might need to set it with a bit of powder. But generally, yeah. the coverage is so nice. You can 
you can share it out to your desired amount and yeah really like that that sounds amazing that 4.99 beauty products beautiful absolute win yeah Yeah. amazing Uh, thanks guys good recommendations I obviously have nothing to add to the beauty chat but love hearing about all of yours so that's great if you do want to read more about Jessica Skye's little black book of beauty then do of course check out the feature on the site all right I think we will leave it there thank you so much everyone if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at showlux.com obviously we love hearing from you don't forget also to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye-bye remember more improve your focus and multitask better hum is a brain sharpener that helps you do all three hums wearable boosts your working memory and will be available in late 2021 sign up to be notified when hum launches and to learn more about the science behind hum at thinkhum.com. that's think h-u-m-m.com hum is designed for healthy adults and should not be used if you're pregnant have cognitive impairment implanted devices or a history of seizures the hum patch is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent disease to learn more go to thinkhum.com com.